0: so here I am in in uh, beautiful Manzanillo uh, and it's uh I don't I don't know what date it is <laughs> this is not a great way to start the video I, w- I was just uh, I noticed before this guy um rode past on a tricycle um, and he has got like ice cream cones sticking sticking out of the front of his stand um, and and uh Is like playing a little, uh, like a a loud music box, uh, to to attract the attention of people to sell his ice cream, Uh, and I thought, how uh, how unusual! It's kind of like this magical little moment, because that that kind of thing I would I would never see in Australia, and I guess I like it, it seemed like it could be something out of a dream. And I think it's important to take those moments when you have them, uh, and um, just meditate on them for a moment, because when when you have that little moment of of uh, astonishment, it can give you a little window into um, the the deeper meaning of life, or just this 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 sense of awe which maybe should be around you. All of the time, like you know, if you're watching the video, you can see these mountains behind me. Um, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> um I've been working on this essay. You can probably read it in the in the next couple of days, if not before this I upload this video. But um this is this this is some ideas I've been uh, that have been rolling around Hi. in my mind. Come on, no, no, gracias. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just selling donuts. Um, and uh, here's, here's the thing. So I noticed that a, a lot of people who consider themselves scientifically minded, a lot of them will have the idea that, that uh, extraterrestrial life, extraterrestrial intelligence is uh, possible, uh, very possible, if, if not even likely. Um, but the thing is, when you present them something which, which could be evidence, uh, which, which might present this, this opportunity to know something about these this extraterrestrial life forms. So for example, um, there's an unusual structure on Cydonia, in Cydonia on Mars, um, which is sometimes known as the face on Mars, because in, in some pictures, yeah, it kind of it does look on the, like a face. But the fact is this, this, uh, this structure has a high level of symmetry, which may suggest artificiality. That is, it may suggest that it's not made, not just, you know, from random wind blowing across the Martian surface, but it comes from somebody designing it. Um, or uh, as another example, um, UFOs, of course, there's, there's a lot of evidence of UFOs, a lot of evidence that gets quickly dismissed. Um, so, for example, there's a, the book from Leslie Keen, Uh, UFOs uh, I think it's called uh, militaries and and generals go on the record something like that I'll put the link in the description and and it goes through about about 10 or uh, 20 30 different um, people trained professionals um, who know what's going on this in the skies uh, pilots commercial and and military uh, and they describe what they seen they what they've seen and what how it doesn't really um, Come together with with uh, what they well, what they expect to see in the skies, um, and of course the, the, the extraterrestrial hypothesis is is one possible explanation for that. Um, but then the, the the other thing is um, so you have this organization called called SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, and, and they're up there they're po- they're pointing their satellite dishes up into the sky trying to pick up. Um, so radio waves uh, And of course people have made this analogy like if you, you imagine this Native American in the desert And he's looking out into the distance to try and see Who is sending him smoke signals? There's nobody sending him smoke signals. Nobody fucking sends smoke signals. So <laughs> it's a, it, Well, it's very improbable that extraterrestrial intelligence would use a similar method of communication su- such as radio but um let's uh, let's let's take the assumption so we have this assumption that there is extraterrestrial life maybe we can take a step further and say hey um maybe it's been around for a long time maybe millions of years longer than we have or even being outside of time uh if, if that's something i thought you're willing to consider um then they probably have the this technology perhaps much beyond what, what we can even imagine. Let's say this, um, what, if, what if there's a kind of intelligence out there which is learned not just to control radio waves or, or, or uh, microwaves or light waves or anything like that, what if they've actually found a way to hack consciousness? They've, they've analyzed consciousness, discovered what it is, and they know how to manipulate it or they know how to work with it in a similar way that we would work with electricity or, or radio waves, um, using it to, well, perhaps even to communicate. Now, um, if, I, I'd like to make this analogy. Um, say that there's, um, you, you put your television to, to a dead station um, and so there's nobody transmitting to that. Now, um, your Your television is is letting off the these electromagnetic frequencies, those the faint ones. Um, you're just seeing snow on the television, but imagine if there's someone you know some blocks away or some miles away, who could somehow point a device at your television, see the electromagnetic magnetic waves or the, the, the waves that your television is emitting, and know which channel you're watching, and when they do that. They start transmitting directly to that channel um, that's that that's um, that's probably something that's even possible with with our level of technology but what if what if you could put your brain or your mind in a state like that that's tuned to a dead channel and because your mind is basically your mind is conscious, your mind is innately active, being conscious is is a kind of activity um it's at the same time as just being conscious and and in, in a kind of blank slate like in a kind of meditation it's beaming out this this signal saying hey i am i am now an advanced civilization could pick up on that um it could know where that signal is coming from and if they have the, this, this power to manipulate consciousness, then they just might say, hello. Now, um, the thing is, like I said, um, a, lo- a lot of people won't take that seriously if they're scientifically minded. But the thing is about extraterrestrials is, you can't take anything for granted. Like, a lot of people make this argument to me about, well, you know, they're extraterrestrials. Why would they want to hurt us? Or, you know, why would they want to be friendly to us one way or the other? But they're, they're fucking aliens. You don't, you don't have a clue what they would do. And so when we look for evidence, we can't look for the, by, by standard ways, we can't apply our anthropocentric or our, our human-based model to anticipate what an alien would move, we we have to try to look at everything. And that means we, we have to look at the unexpected, the unusual, the strange, the bizarre. And yes, the psychedelic, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> you put put your brain in this in this in this state by by taking psychedelic drugs, and, and yes, maybe aliens might say hello to you. So Thanks very much for listening. Saludos desde Manzanillo. Thanks very much to Natalia, my my lovely assistant behind the camera. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.